0: Welcome back. This is the del Toros New Year's Eve podcast special edition. I actually uh, messed up this intro about ten times, so <laughs> this is the tenth one, and I finally did it. This is your host, as always,
1: John Alanis, with my co-host Eddie Mulder. How are you guys doing? Happy New Year! There you oh. go. There, there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Eddie's in the building, guys. Eddie, little, little, Eddie's little
0: in the building. Eddie's in the studio. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a little problem. You know, it is what it is. You know, it's New Year's Eve. Things are going all right. Things are going all
1: right. How are you, you doing? Uh good? doing pretty good. I'm ready to get this year over with, uh, like most people, um, just to kind of see what 21 brings us. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Not just here. Here, 2020, hold my beer. And then, yeah. yeah. You,
0: know. you know, you know what I did this year, and I never do. Mm. Is I, I started what I wanted to do for the rest of the year. I started it this week. Okay. So, so on Monday, I started. I was late to work. So that started. <laughs> so that started what I'm gonna do for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But that actually happened, guys. Things happen, you know. We're gonna move on today. We're going This is gonna be a fast one. Okay. This is a special edition. We're just gonna knock this out. We're actually gonna move right to the segment two, which is the booze segment. And today, what? we have something from. Uh, you go ahead and uh, go ahead and let him know where it's from.
1: Uh, this is a beer from BJ's. Actually, it's called Jeremiah Red. It's a Irish-style ale. Um, classic.
0: Oldie and classic. Yeah. I had I had this one like 10 years ago.
1: Um, the alcohol content is... Let's go. Let's go. I don't know. I can't see it. Like I said, the room's always dark. Uh, 7.3 alcohol by volume. Okay. That's actually really strong. Okay. So it's like, it's,
0: it's like drinking, drinking like two Bud Lights. Yeah.
1: Like two okay. Bud Lights in one can.
0: And when he says the room, he means the studio, guys. This is actually a studio. This is a high production yeah. thing we got gone, going on over here. Okay. It's not...
1: It's on the WB lot on, uh, was it uh, Studio 13? Yeah, Studio 13. By the way. so
0: Studio Sorry. 13, guys.
1: I just meant because it feels small compared to the other studios like uh, Studio 24. That's,
0: That's what she sad. said.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> bad. There we go. There we go. Slow at first, but I got it. You know what else? Oh, I'm actually having a, a, a seltzer today. I'm having a Golden Road fruit cart. Hard seltzer, it's the uh, strawberry and pineapple one. It's pretty mm. good. Uh, I noticed lately that seltzers really taken over the game. Any, anywhere you go to any store, it's all about seltzers now. Like, you see a bro tatted up, they usually would get like you know a pina colada, not really, but he would get like a wheat <laughs> beer or something. <laughs> yeah. And then they're going over here. Let me get a. Let me get a seltzer, please. Yeah. It's yeah. really taken over. I don't know if you
1: noticed, but how, yeah, long every- you say, how long would you say they've been taking over for? Everybody has been. Uh... Making seltzers from Corona to Bud Light to I think Modelo has one. Um, just,
0: Corona does have one.
1: Yeah, Corona seltzers, and then they have also Corona Light seltzers. So they have just all kinds of different, um, different uh, seltzers. Different beer companies are making seltzers. You know, from uh, what's uh, what's even the ones that um, that make a uh, like what like the mixed drinks like uh, was it Seagrams. Seagram's Seagram's like the their, they do like seltzer? They have a seltzer also. They have like everything though, right? Yeah. They have like dip their toe. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they dip, they dip their toe and everything, everything. And then like uh, Mike's Heart Lemonade has a Heart's Lemonade seltzer, I think, Are you
0: also. Hey, did you ever hear about the guy that died at the Seagram's plant on his first day of work? No, I didn't. It was actually like really sad. They showed us the video when I mm-hmm. got a uh, job at this production plant. And the guy was on his first day of work. And he like took a picture, you know, like a selfie in the mirror, like first day on the job. Mm-hmm. His girl was pregnant, I think, or something, something along those lines. So he was cleaning. Uh, a pallet had fell over, and a bunch of glass had broke. So they told the supervisor told him to go clean it. And they shut down the machine. He went down there and he started cleaning it. And I guess they forgot that he went down there, and they restarted the line. And the the machine turned on and it fucking smashed him and Ooh. killed him, bro.
1: Yeah,
0: on his first day of work.
1: That's a that's a that's a training video waiting to happen, you know. I mean, that's a
0: ripperoni, bro. Yeah. That's that that's the feels
1: bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But with those kinds of jobs, you know, with any job, you just need to kind of pay attention and take it easy, especially your first day, you know, you should be more aware of kind of like, Hey, there's a lot of stuff. I don't know what's going that's, on. That's
0: but- that's not his fault at all. I mean, it is obviously it's on you no matter what. Mm. But what I mean is that's manage- a management issue. You know, that's one of the things that like America, I think is like lacking. Yeah. You have like really educated people in like management positions and leadership roles, mm. but they're usually just dumb. Like. They're idiotic. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're doing. They know books. Yeah. They know how to read Excel spreadsheets. They know how to handle chronos mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. You know, whatever whatever system that they're using, mm-hmm. they know how to use it. You know, SAP. But then when it comes to actually real world things, mm-hmm. like sh- shrink wrapping a pallet or stretch wrapping, whatever you guys call it, you know, uh, loading you know, safety things, they're oblivious. They only know what's on black and white, and they don't actually know. I remember I heard that, like, UPS last year, like, two part-timers got smashed Mm -hmm. and killed. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that or no? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, the hub, right? And it's like, how does that happen? How does that stuff continuously happen? Mm -hmm. How how do we not have things in place? And I'm sure they are in place. Mm -hmm. And what they're, you know, that's management's usually the thing they say, well, you should have done that, and you should have watched. Why aren't you watching them?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it, it goes for also, like, the fact, like, uh, there was one recently where um, a flight attendant, I think it's Singapore Airlines, where they pulled the um, the jet bridge away, and she opened the door and stepped out and, whoop, fell right under and died, because, you know, f- fell out of the plane. The plane is about the two stories, you know, straight on her head. So, I mean, it's just more of people need to take care, and people need to be, hey, you know, yeah, if you've done it a thousand times, cool, you know, but there's still people... That do suspension or whatever and lose their fingers. There's people, you know.
0: She had to open the door and then, like, held on for dear life before she fell. Well,
1: no, she just went. There's no way you
0: open a door and you're just like, woo. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't take that plunge Mm -hmm. without looking once, right? I mean, you would think that she would grab on someone on the way. I'm not saying that it didn't happen. I'm saying it happened. Yeah, but I mean. What I'm saying is she, there had to be some, like, I want to see the video because there has to be some awkward where she tried to grab and she couldn't grab it and then she just went because you're saying she landed on her head yeah and that's usually from like falling forward yeah and i think that's from like reaching out and trying to grab something yeah. to survive yeah. you know what i mean yeah. i just it's just sad that's, well, yeah. that's just sad but that's the, that's the one of the problems that i feel with like leadership in america it's, it's usually someone that that you know well, yeah they, I, they, they unqualified know how to, people unqualified yeah they know people. how to
1: do the job that's on a, in the book you know I know how to do the, your job because I read the book on how to do it when they need to get first hand experience and I feel that's way America kind of disappeared from is like usually back in the day you had a lot more of this apprenticeship or apprenticeship sorry um, to where people hey you get a little bit of job experience instead of just learning about it in a book and then getting there and realize oh no you do it like this because either for one the school is so behind or two it's just changed completely or this company wants to do it do it a different way, you know, or they have a different machine that does a different way. Do they do it old school? They do it new school? They do it, you know, and that's why I feel like, hey, when you're management, maybe you should do the job prior to being management, you know, maybe like a promotion from within. And if you can't find that, at least hire somebody to where they can work that position for, you know, hey, it doesn't have to be for 10 years or something like that, just for two, three weeks, learn it how it gets done. And then, hey, when you manage it, you know that everything's going right, and you don't have to micromanage it.
0: Yeah. Do you, I don't know if you remember there used to be like this I want to say his name's Robert Redford, the actor. Mm. He had a movie called like Rudabaker or something like that. Yeah. Where he went into a prison as an inmate and he saw how it was running, but he was actually the new warden. He yeah. just wanted to test the facility and look at how to fix things yeah. and stuff like that. Because I remember I got this job at this really big uh they're like a distribution company, but they handle like like supplies for for warehouses and stuff like that. Yeah. Or supplies for for that kind of thing. And they're one of the biggest ones in America and they hired this guy and he was like fresh out of college and he had, you know, his business degree and management degree and all this crap. And, you know, he's probably really good at this kind of stuff on black and white. Mm -hmm. But when push came to shove, I remember one time we were out on on the floor and like a bunch of people had called off and he was like, Oh, he was like trying to pump everybody up because everyone's like going slow because there was so much work. And he was like, I'm going to come out there guys and I'm going to help you guys with the floor because we were about to you know, f- close up the, f- the shop and we were going to wrap up everything and send it in the trucks. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to come wrap with you guys. Because yeah. at the end of the day at this place, we everyone would pick the whole entire day yeah. and then there would be sorters sorting it out to which which, which stuff is going to go to which truck and yada, yada. And we, so we'd make the pallets for all the trucks and then we'd wrap it all up. What is that? What is going on? Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, get it together over there, bro. Yeah, so at the end of the day, we would, we'd wrap up all the pallets. So we'd wrap up, you know, like... 40, 50 pallets at the end of the day. Yeah. And there was only like three of us. So I guess leadership decided they were going to go help us. So this guy went and he started wrapping pallets. You could tell he had never wrapped a pallet, but he had probably seen yeah. people wrapping pallets and was like, that's easy. Yeah. But then he wrapped it. He was missing like layers. He mm-hmm. put just like one little tiny layer around it. Yeah. And then the first pallet that he wrapped, and then somebody grabbed mm-hmm. it. All fell yep. as soon as, yep. as as soon as the guy went to go drive that. And I, we all knew it was going to fall. Mm-hmm. And I think the guy purposely knew it was going to fall. He just wanted to prove to the guy that you know, mm-hmm. yes, we are the employees, but our job is not as easy as it looks. And as, you know,
1: oh yeah, because it's it's in that truck two seconds and it'll fall over. Especially if you don't wrap it, you know, good 20, 30 times around. You know, you're it's not going to go anywhere. I've had places too where I've seen where they'll do maybe they'll start from the top and then they'll. That first wrap goes all the way to the middle, then it goes all the way to the bottom, and that's it. And it literally has three wraps on it. So by the time it loads it and gets to its destination, it's all over the truck. Yeah. And if, you know, you kind of, yeah, well, we want to cut costs and and save on money on wrap because this and that, but then product gets damaged. Yeah. You know, it depends on type of product you have. If you have glass bottles, if you have uh, electronics, if you have uh, chandeliers or something and it falls over, how much money are you really going to lose with spending you know three cents more wrap.
0: yeah a lot, a lot of the stuff that was going on in the trucks was like light bulbs and yeah. and, and just miscellaneous things like that mm-hmm. and so it was just really funny i don't know man but I, you know what i used to have a job like, like over a decade ago mm-hmm. and we would we would wrap i would wrap probably like 200 pallets a day yeah by hand you know wow. and i actually started liking it like mm-hmm. wrapping it i found it to be enjoyable wrapping yeah. pallets you know, I, I don't know why. Sometimes I would double wrap them. Sometimes I put little <laughs> rainbows in them. And I would do all kinds of stupid stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I thought, I, th- I don't know why. I just really liked it. Mm-hmm. So, like, at my job now, I work in a production plant. But every time I, chance I get to wrap a pallet by hand, because we have machines that do it. Oh, yeah. Every, time, time, I get, thing every spins, time I get yeah. that little chance to wrap it by hand, mm-hmm. I get so happy. And I just mm-hmm. go over there and grab that wrap and just start knocking it out. You know, and people are looking at me like, what Did... are you doing? What are you doing that for? Like, there's a machine right there, idiot. You know, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Are you stupid or something? And I just... I find it to be enjoyable.
1: Did you ever? Did you do it with the stick? Like you put it through? No, no, no. That's just baby stuff, bro. And just all no, around? barehanded, baby.
0: Ooh. Barehanded.
1: I should kill my hands.
0: You, you know. You know what I noticed? A lot of people do is they pull it. The, the technique, if you really want to get good <laughs> at it, the technique is halfway across. Mm-hmm. You grab it mm-hmm. and you stretch it, and then you let it go halfway across. You just grab it and you stretch it, and then your pellets are nice. People do it all kinds of different funky ways, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know about this one, dude. This Jeremiah Red. I don't <laughs> know about you guys, BJ. I don't know what you guys are doing over there, BJs. It's lacking, bro. What do you give it? I mean.
1: <sighs> uh, give it like two out of five. Two, two out, out of five. cacas. I'm gonna disagree with you. I like it because I like like um Newcastle kind of taste like an easy dark beer, not a heavy heavy dark beer. Okay. So, not an IPA or anything like that. So, this one's not bad. This one I'll give it a 4 out of 5. 4
0: out of 5. I I feel you you're being too nice. I think because BJ is sponsoring this podcast, <laughs> you just like, you know, jumped the gun on that one. Yeah, we you got know
1: Wings and a deep dish pizza on the way.
0: Right. Are you, are you drunk? What's going on? You had
1: like two sips of a beer, yeah. So you said pizza, pizza. Sorry. You see what happens. Sorry, he's trying to take do, a sip do, and, and do talk like at the pizza? same time. Do you like their deep dish pizza? Yeah, yeah. I like deep dish pizza. I like um, theirs is really good. I like. I don't like uh, like Chicago style when it's just a, a, a bowl what, of soup basically. What about it's that that, that place by your pad? Um, uh, off
0: off the ninety one, it is a uh, New York Pizza Department.
1: Oh, they have one, but it's like Sicilian style, and it's not very good. Yeah. It's just different but their normal like new york style piece is really good you know what ricky and Steven took me there mm-hmm. a long long time ago and I, I had it
0: ricky had like randomly went there with like after work or something yeah and i liked it i found it to be enjoyable you know it was a, it was a lot you know like it was a bit much yeah but I, I actually like chicago it made me start really liking deep dish in chicago you know
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, you, you
0: know what I mean. You can hear all that going on in the background. Yeah, yeah, they're nice. filming next door. Yeah, so. they're filming in the a, next studio next to us. It's I don't a, know what they're filming. Yeah, I don't know what they're filming. <laughs> it doesn't sound good. It does not sound good. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. I mean, I just you know it's kind of hard. I guess maybe I should not do seltzer well, before
1: I drink. Yeah, because I think you get the fruity flavor of that, and then you get the bitterness of the beer, and then you're like, Ooh, okay, this is not very good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe.
0: I mean, I don't know. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah, man. <sighs> so what do you, what what you think about the the stay at home order? What do you what do you think what do you think about did you see the the, the line of Florida versus California? Yeah and it with the the number of infections or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Why is it that we're so much greater, but we have a stay at home order, and we're like really more restrictive than Florida?
1: I am no doctor, no scientist, so I have no idea why. But to me it just kind of shows you, hey, you don't need to shut down the entire state to make this virus go away because it's not going to go away by you shutting everything down. There's a lot of people who need to go to work. There's a lot of people who need to earn for a li- earn money for a living. So why not just make it, hey, if you have a fear of the virus, if you have, um, not a fear, but if you uh, are concerned with it, if you have underlying conditions, then stay home. And like I said uh, last week was, uh, you know, there's, stuff to help you and this and that um but i feel that it's just overkill it's too much because you have other states that don't have the the like i was in texas and they you know you wear a mask yeah but your business allowed to be open and as a business owner you should choose like hey yeah i don't mind you know i can do this without or i can have indoor dining and cut the capacity and that's no problem i could still make a a living or or pay my employees but um to shut everybody down and then they tell them yeah you can open up and then next week oh no you can't open up then i mean food spoils you know because these restaurants they don't just get a delivery um every day and then like oh yeah i don't need a delivery today no they have stuff on stock that has to spoil because what we've been locked on three yeah, weeks now pro-
0: produce yeah everything gets yeah,
1: yeah. it spoils you know and i mean that's lost profits for them and so it that, makes them like that's jobs yeah and that's that's literally that's, wages and money he someone's loses life.
0: yeah you know what there's there's a breakfast place up the street from where I live. And I've been going there since it before. It used to be called, it's called Guasti. I don't know if you've ever yeah. been there. Yeah. Okay. Well, it used to be in Ontario by the UPS hub. Yeah. At, in the old, uh, um, yeah. off of Vineyard. Yeah. And anyways, I, I used to go there all the time. Me and my lady would go there all the time. And then, uh, all of a sudden it was, it was closed for, for the, cause of the pandemic. Yeah. And I don't think it's reopened. And it's like, man, that place was like, man, that place was good. And, and they had a lot of... They, they employed a lot of people. Yep. So it's like, where are the, where are those people now? And yep. I can tell you where they're at. They're at home chilling. Yep. And they can't even go outside. They can't yep. do this and that. And and I'm thinking... I mean, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But I'm assuming that the reason why people are getting more sick here and then over there... One, weather, Two, the exposure to all these other things. You know what I mean? I mean, it cannot be good for you to stay at home all day long. And not be around other people and get certain kind of bacteria in your body. I mean, I'm, I'm not like a... I, like I said, I'm not a doctor, but... There has to be something to explain what's going on. Yeah. Maybe it's the fact that it already went through them. Maybe it burned through the state already. Mm-hmm. And that's why they don't have that many infections. I don't know.
1: Well, I think even uh, Dr. Fauci said that uh, shutting down, it doesn't really help. He said it at the beginning because he likes to change his frame of thought, but his last thing was like, yeah, the shutdowns really don't help. It's just more of you know keeping your distance and keeping, hey, if you are sick, stay home. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's as easy to it. If you if feel you're symptoms.
0: sick, if you're sick, stay home. Yeah. If you have uh, conditions that, you know, like asthma or diabetes or, or you know, this and that, yeah. stay home. Yep. And if you got a loved one that you live with that has those kind of conditions, stay home. But, I mean, as far as, as, far as closing, like, certain businesses and stuff, mm-hmm. everything except for essential businesses, I don't understand that. Because I went to Smart and Final today and it was packed. They weren't limiting who was in there. Who's touching what? Yes, everybody has a mask on. But I mean, the place is packed. There's yeah. no six feet distancing. So why can't you just have everything open? No. Tell people who wear their mask. You know, it's their businesses. It's their right to say, you guys need to wear a mask. Come inside my business. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you, you let a certain amount of people in. Okay, if that's what the rule is, that's what the rule is. I mean, Home Depot used to measure how many people were going in. You know, yeah, they'd be yeah. counting. T-t-t-t. So, you know, have other. The, just be responsible. You know what I mean? Be a yeah. responsible adult.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I agree with, too, because a lot of these when we first shut down or before when they were when we first reopened, excuse me, we first reopened a lot of these restaurants, a lot of these places, they spent all this money to retrofit their restaurant so they can have it. Like I know this one place in uh, Corona called Corky's, they put these plexiglass dividers all the way through the booth, and, you know, that's not cheap. To get all that plexiglass, they put, you know, they separate all the tables, they move chairs around, you know, to kind of, you know, coheed to the law. But was it three weeks later, a month later, they shut everything down again. So, I mean, hey, we just spent all this money so we can make it legit. Now you're telling us, oh, no, that's not going to work. So that's to me, it's like, well, you're just wasting their money and then not giving them money in return. Like the state should have been giving, hey, you guys don't have to pay taxes this year or whatever. You know, or some kind of, hey, you get a 60% tax rate, something heavy to where don't have to worry about it because when time comes, of course, the state is going to be like, hey, you guys got to pay up. Well, we weren't running the whole time because you said you couldn't. Oh, well, that's too bad. You need to still pay up. And that's super unfair to me. You know, what, what, I mean- what do you
0: think the ramifications, the ramifications are. If you owned a restaurant and you just stayed open anyways, you're like, I don't care. I'm going to stay open.
1: Um, a lot of places are doing this and they're defying it, um, which, yes, I agree with, but um, no, in a sense that it's going to cost you a lot of money. Now, if you have they, a but, money. But, but what I mean by it cost you a lot of money, I mean, are they going to arrest you? Um, they gonna sh- they, they gonna will shut off your water. One thing that I know they're doing is they like, OK, if you serve alcohol, they take your liquor, liquor license away. So technically it becomes illegal to sell alcohol where you can get arrested for selling alcohol without a license. Weapons are you selling anyways? You can get arrested for selling alcohol oh. without a license. So I mean that's there. And then you have um, I mean there's you know, if you go on TikTok, you go on YouTube, there's so many videos online of people just trying to stand up, and be like, Hey, I need to feed my family. My employees need to feed their family, and we have this Guy coming in and telling us, "Oh, you can't run and you can't operate and this and that because of coronavirus." Where you know, as his own business, he should be able to do what he wants, be able to determine. Yeah, you know. I, I mean, if if he was completely being unsafe, you know, we have uh, food food inspectors, you know, or health inspectors just come in. Hey, if he's doing everything pretty legit, okay, cool, let him run. You know, but I mean, there people are still going to eat. Like, look, you can go to Jack in the Box through the drive-through right now and pick up food but yet you can't go down to this little restaurant your local restaurant would you like to support you know these small businesses and sit down and have a meal because they don't have enough money to have a drive-through or they just bought a little you know in a industrial complex they just have a little office basically and then they run it out of there so tell me they're out of luck because they can't have a drive-through you know you mean just having like they could still have takeout you just
0: mean like as far as like having more because uh, a lot of people don't want to go inside right now yeah and and that does i i, I understand that there are people who are a lot of going but i do know even myself for instance mm. if i'm going somewhere and i have my daughter and she's strapped in the back seat i'm like man i had to get out i had to put a little mask on her and that is lazy of me to think that but then i go and what am i touching you know mm. what i mean then i have to worry about her little hands and Santa. you know she's a little girl she mm. just
1: well see, that's that's the beautiful thing about living in America. You have a choice to go out. You yeah, know, you don't have to go out. No, no there's no I, I know. And that's what the, I mean.
0: I, I just go to a drive-thru. Yeah. So, I'm like, hey, should I go to that little that little hole in the wall Mexican restaurant where I like to get burritos? Or should I just go to Pan Express because they have a drive-thru?
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean there's the, that's your choice. Yeah. You know, where other people, hey, yeah, they should be allowed to be open just because you don't want to go there or for whatever reason, you know, if you were by yourself, you're probably like, Yeah, I really for like a burrito, so I'm gonna go get a burrito, right? Yeah. So
0: I wonder, uh, dude, I wonder what the law, like some of the effects are of this. I mean, are divorce rates skyrocketing? Are domestic violence cases going high sky high? Are suicides going sky high? What's it? Does anyone write any
1: statistics on this? I'm sure they are. They probably are, but they just don't want to say them because, hey, if we show that this is hurting people then or doing more harm than good, then we look like failures because that's newsome signs,
0: baby. Some signs. <laughs> you should Google that. You should Google twenty twenty suicide rate compared to twenty nineteen. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if it is higher. It has to be higher, right? Because usually, you know, like if somebody's feeling depressed, they can get out and they can go do something. You know, they can go to the movies or. Who goes to the movies when they're sad?
1: Have you ever gone to the movies alone? Yeah. Really? Yeah, one time. No, two times. I take that back. Um. It was when, what movie came out? It was one of the Marvel movies, and I was hurt at the time, and my daughter was still, like, three, maybe, and she was at Grandma's house, and I was by myself, and I really wanted to see this movie. And you know how people spoil them and stuff like that. Like, ten minutes after they come out, they put the ending online, or people try to, you know, spoil it for other people. So I went that night. To go watch it just, you know, by myself. It was like a Wednesday or something like that. Is that the one where Iron Man dies? Uh no. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler guys. <laughs> no, it wasn't endgame. It was
0: So Iron Man Does Die. Yes. You, you ruined it for me. Yes, it does. You die. ruined it for me. Yeah, you know what? Um But they're gonna bring it back. Supposedly. I've 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 seen movies. I'll be honest, obviously I've seen movies alone now in the movie theater as an adult. Um, but I I realized that I haven't seen movies with another man. <laughs> like, when I was a kid, when well, yeah, I was a kid, go, I'd go to go movies a kid, with a yeah. homie, you know? Yeah. Hey, let's go see this movie. Oh, all right, for yeah. sure. But now it's not like that. You can't just call your buddy and go, hey, what's up, man? You want to go see a movie?
1: Yeah. It's because we got, you know, we get older and you got things to do and other things. Are and sure this not a complex in your head? Like, hey, this is like a date now. Like, no, I don't think so. I've asked friends to go see a movie. But then also the other friend was single at the time. So he didn't really have any obligations like you and me do, you know? not like we could just drop everything oh he just you know? had the, no, yeah the he just time. had the free time you know
0: yeah, yeah yeah. i just i thought about that right now i was like man I, I i can't the last time i went and saw a movie with a friend a male friend man <laughs> i i literally couldn't even tell you I, I think it was like 2004
1: i think i saw um
0: yeah it was two it was 2002 okay Oh. Yeah Last time I saw a movie With, with a male friend was
1: No the real question Is what movie
0: I want to say It was a movie Where A guy Is a cop And his dad Was a fire Is it Dennis Quaid <laughs> And that dude That was in and uh, Jim Carazaro Car- Car- I have no idea It was called Frequency
1: Oh okay yeah. What year
0: did Frequency come out Google that Let's Let's Google that Let's Google that. I want to know what I want to know what it was. Now, what year? I'm not too sure. That was a good movie though. Anyone that hasn't seen that movie, you should check it out. Frequency. I'm not gonna spoil it like I did with uh, In Game.
1: April 2000.
0: That was the last time I saw a movie. <laughs> April 2000. Well, maybe it was a few months later because it was it was pretty cheap. It was like um, it was like a mat like a matinee. The, oh, matinee, so, It was yeah, like yeah. five bucks. Or whatever. I saw it at the Spectrum. Oh. The, no, it wasn't the cocorium It was. Yeah. Was, what's the Spectrum one?
1: Yeah, it was the Cocoria. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Something, like something like that. I don't know. Whatever. It's not it's now a Kaiser, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was something like that, man. I don't know, man.
1: So what's up, man? Did you get your stimulus check or what? No, so I still haven't got that. I heard, Um, obviously, we're recording this on a Thursday. So on Tuesday, they started going out. So if your information is... The same as it was when you got the first one, then you should receive it pretty quick. If not, I would um, Google and try to get everything updated so you do get that check. The first one is going to be for $600. Now, the second one or the rest because I got my mine. President. I just got mine right now. You just got yours right now?
0: Boom. Boom, 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 Are we going
1: out right now? Let's go. Let I just got here. mine. Let's see. Check my bank account, but um, well, but anyways, back to the the second part of it. So, this is what's going on. Every headline is going to tell you, "Hey, Mitch McConnell said no, da, 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 he's he voted it down, or whatever." And at first, they were saying he voted it down, when then a vote didn't even take place. I didn't get mine yet. Um, so, they asked
0: if any any they asked for it to be unanimous, and they asked if anyone had a problem, just say now. Yeah. and he said yes.
1: Well, yeah, because his thing, okay, this is what he wants in his thing. He was saying at least he wants to repel um, Act 230, which is about the, I don't know the exact specifics, but I know it's about the social media companies having um, no responsibility for what they post. So if someone posts something or someone, you know, hey, tells a lie or spreads a rumor or whatever, Facebook is not in charge or responsible for that. So where, 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 where right now, who's responsible for that? Okay, nobody, because it doesn't... Not even the person no, that posted it. It's because it's on their platform. They did not respond. They can do whatever no, they want. No, but I'm want.
0: saying, what, what about the person that
1: posted it, though? Well, then they can go after if they really want it that oh, bad, but it's... Then, I see what you're saying.
0: So what they want is they want it to be the same way that like the New York Post is responsible for this. Yes. It. So while there is an author... They're saying, "Well, this is your platform that author went on to, yeah. so we're suing your your like that little kid that had that that everyone thought he was like a racist or and like he oh, hated yeah. Indians or something yeah, like that." And he was like protest, yeah. He was like, wearing. I Trump was hat. smirking because I didn't know what else, like what other face to make. Yeah, the guy was screaming at my face, and, and I just saw. I thought it was absurd, yep. and so I just made that face because yep. you know I'm like 17 year old kid, 16 year old kid, and I just don't know. You know what I mean? Like exactly. I was just freaked out by this weird old man screaming at me. Yeah. And, like, they posted that he was some racist, and it's like, you're ruining some kid's life. Yeah.
1: And then the thing is, too, like, the you they posted, oh, yeah, this kid approached him, and they started, you know, ganging up on him when it wasn't even like that. It was the kids were standing there. They're from a Catholic school, I think, or a Christian yeah, school.
0: Yeah, I, I ended up watching the whole video, like, yeah. the whole entire video. And the
1: guy literally came to them and, you know, was in his face. And the guy was just there. The kid was like, oh, uh, what do I do? And he was just kind of smirking, you know? And
0: the weirdest thing is, I don't know, it was like a... It was like an anti-abortion rally, I think, right? Yeah. And the weirdest thing, though, is like the kids were all staying there just like minding their own business, like, you know, just chilling out and seeing what was going on. Yeah. And the teachers were like, hey, okay, the buses are here. Like, kids, please come get on the bus. Yeah. So the kids were leaving. You know, these are like teenage little kids. Yeah. And then here's these grown adults that were like, yeah, we won. Woo. Yeah. They're, they're, they're leaving. They're leaving. Look, we won. I think one guy you can hear him say, Hey, Grandpa, to the Indian guy. Yeah. We won. You won. You did it. He's like, Yeah, I did it. And it's like, What did you do? Yep. What did you do? And then he, I ended up finding out that, like, the guy said he was a Vietnam War vet. Yeah. And then he was not. And that he actually had made, like, a false, like, Jose Smollett claim, I guess, yeah. where he said somebody did, like, some racist, like, somebody threw rocks at him and, like, Said some racist stuff to him and it turned out it wasn't true at all. Yeah. Like they investigated and there was no findings or whatever.
1: Some Jesse Smollett.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's just like. Why would anyone take that dude serious, bro? Mm -hmm. And it's like a simple Google search of his name will tell you what you need to know about the guy. Yep, And yet people are still believing him and that these kids are.
1: Whatever happened to that. The whole Jesse Smollett thing. Just uh, kind of disappeared, huh? Because they, I know the last well, thing I mean, I ever he, was, heard, he was lying his ass off. Yeah, he, they obviously caught him in the lie and Sorry, everything, Brent. and they just Sorry, Brent. yeah, they just uh, dropped the completely dropped the subject, and then somebody else picked it up. What do you think should happen? Um, he should be in trouble for uh, falsifying a police report. Um, that's the number one thing. Uh, Filing
0: a false police report, you think?
1: Yeah, that, that should be like a felony, many, right? right? That, I don't know what it is, but it, what it, is that?
0: It, Google that. Let's see here. Chicago. Filing a false police report. You know what? You're, you're right, though. I mean, they should. Because they spent a lot of money on that. I mean, they had detectives working on it, right?
1: Yeah. They had a... Um, even the... What was it? The DA uh, was... Dropped charges. And then they found out, you know, a week or two later that she got a text from somebody's... Uh, somebody higher-ups uh, assistant saying, if you could let this case go, we will be greatly appreciative of it what and that's why she let it go so they changed uh da's and she got she got in trouble for that so that's pretty gnarly, yeah. really, dude a message a misdemeanor
0: or felony i think it should be felony bro yeah i think you should go to prison for that to be honest
1: well it should it just should be no, some I'm, kind I'm, of punishment I'm, I'm, I'm being
0: serious prison yeah because you know what you you have let's say hypothetically Let's say that some dude from Georgia that never seen where they're in Chicago, right? Yeah. So let's say some dude from, let's hear me out. Some dude wearing a MAGA hat is from Georgia Mm. and he's visiting Chicago. He's, he wants to see Chicago. So him and his brother visiting Chicago, never been there in his whole entire life, never left the state of Georgia. Yeah. Goes to Chicago, happens to go to Subway at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. or whatever time. These cops, after they get the report, they stop those two dudes. They meet the description, and this Jose Smolet, he's an actor, mm-hmm. and he's a liar, and he goes and identifies both of them. Yeah. What do you think would have happened to those two guys?
1: they probably get thrown in. Imagine
0: going to prison for yep. a hate crime, because you fit it, you're a little ginger, you got a couple little freckles, you got yep. a little MAGA hat on, yep. you got a little pot belly, yep. got your little <laughs> belt on and stuff. And imagine, imagine some dude literally lies on you like that. Yeah. And you you go to prison,
1: and I mean for what? For Could the you, for the pity party, basically to be like, hey, I was attacked. I understand. Hey, if you were attacked, then yes, there's a there's an obviously uh, there's a felony there of assault. There's a of kidnapping, I think, because he said they took him somewhere in Port on. There's you know assault assault uh, felony assault and uh, false imprisonment, false imprisonment, yeah, that's... That, uh, kidnapping.
0: That's why. Well, I mean, there's kidnapping and then false imprisonment. Okay, Those are two false. separate crimes, you okay. know. No, the reason why I know is because. <laughs> they
1: are.
0: So, anyways, yeah. But I mean, dude, that's, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't even, I couldn't even think about that, bro. That would be so terrible. You're just over here mind your own business. Oh yeah. Some dude just the cops just grab you up and say that mm-hmm. you you hurt some dude that you you never hurt nobody in your whole entire life, mm-hmm. and you actually go to prison. You know, there's that's what they thank God for the Innocent Project. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there's really people that that got screwed over by dudes like that, and that they're in light they're in prison for life. For, for stuff they didn't do. Yeah. You know, they have prosecutors like K- Kamala Harris mm. that are down to ne- not never retest DNA and, and make sure that they stay in prison yeah. even though the innocent project... Because
1: it's cheap labor. Yeah. It's is- like, okay, for instance, that uh, that girl who lied the, about that football player, right? They found out in text 10 years later, like he was the star quarterback or whatever and she said, oh, if you don't be with me, I'm going to tell everybody that you raped me. And he was like, nah, nah, you're not. And then he, so she ended up doing... Telling everybody she was raped by him, he ended up going to prison for 10 years. Ten years later, they found text messages um, of her admitting that it was fake or seen a Facebook post or something yeah, like that that yeah, was yeah. fake. So he ends up getting out. But imagine this guy would have been in the NFL by now and his life was thrown away for one lie from this girl. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I don't know the obviously the case falls off the news by then, but if she got in trouble or not, where well, most of the time they don't. I mean, because it's so long ago already. You, you could think, uh, what's a, a statute of limitations, right? It's called? And you have certain time to file a police report on it. It's
0: like seven years or Yeah, like that. And
1: then, obviously, if it's happened too long ago, then it just falls through the cracks. But, I mean... I
0: think there's certain crimes, though, that... Um, I think, like, kidnapping... Uh, murder. There's a few of them that there's no statute of limitations. Like yeah. I know, um, I know kidnapping is one because Joe San from the UFC. I don't know if you ever saw the UFC. This is a little, you remember that show, that movie, Austin Powers? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the odd job guy that played him? Yeah. You know he's in prison for life, right? No, I didn't. Okay, so his name is his real name is Joe San, and mm-hmm. he used to fight in the UFC. Oh, okay. He's the one that Keith Hackney. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever saw this guy, this karate guy, took this little um, wrestler down, mm-hmm. opened his legs, and started socking him in the nuts. Oh wow. Until he tapped out. He just held him by his throat and started mm-hmm. socking him in the nuts. Yeah. And he ended up tapping out and uh, that guy he got caught in like Costa Mesa for like meth. Wow. Like some felony that he was doing. Yeah. And part of the conditions if you commit a felony in the state of California is you get to supply them with your DNA. Yeah. So he supplied them with his DNA or maybe it was like vandalism. It might be some petty like vandalism. Anyways he uh he, he got popped for a gang rape that happened in like 91. Yeah. And uh and it was kidnapping they they kidnapped this girl on Christmas Eve, wow, and they kept her for three days Wow. and all these dudes assaulted her, like a group like a gang assaulted yeah. her for over those like three or four days, and they let her go, so she was still she was still alive when yeah. they caught him, yeah. and they ended up giving him life, and it was for the false imprisonment mm-hmm. but I mean, dude, I mean
1: well, I mean that's I don't know how people like i'm
0: I'm no, but what I'm saying is I'm glad that false imprisonment i'm glad there's no statute of limitations for certain yeah. crimes because well, yeah I mean, of course because some uh, of it's just like.
1: And then also some of it I feel, too, for people that just can't talk about it. You know, like, obviously, you know, the whole Me Too movement. Yes, there's times where they feel like they can't talk about it, this and that. But we need to make it more of a friendlier society to be able to open about up about these things. To where, you know, you have a daughter, I have a daughter. To have, hey, if something does happen to them, to not be afraid to come tell us. Yeah. Because then we got a whole ready. I, and it's people, <laughs> it,
0: it, it's, it's people like like Jose Smolet or yeah. whatever how do you say his name they yeah. ruin that for everybody because yep. they're afraid to come forward because they're afraid people aren't going to believe them yeah they're afraid that their story while it sounds super far-fetched yeah it's true yep. and so they're, they're they're victims and they want to be honest and tell people but they're afraid of what you know the repercussions of their honesty are gonna be and they're afraid no one's gonna believe them because of people like this that tell some crazy story mm. you know like uh Bubba what's his name Bubba the NASCAR driver a noose. Uh, oh yeah, I know a noose when I see one. Yeah, and Dude, it was the you pull go, for the garage. You go yeah. into any roll up garage, yep. any any warehouse that has a roll up garage mm-hmm. or or garage in general that has a roll up mm-hmm. door, and they have a, a little like circle-y thing tied, you know, the rope yeah. to pull them up and down. Yep. And if they're not like controlled by a machine. Or the they usually train, yep. they usually have a little handle because you know grabbing the rope is kind of like rough on your hands. Yeah, so you just get a little handle, you pull it down. Yep. I mean, while it does look like a noose, I guess, because it's a circle, well, yeah. it's not a noose. Because a noose, when it you gets pull tighter. it, it yep. gets tighter. That doesn't get tighter because it's just tied by a little knot.
1: Well, that's the thing. I think a lot of these people do it for either because, as of right now, it's their narrative is becoming the victim gets you the attention. You, know, you do that victim mentality like, oh, they hurt us, and oh, they this and that. So people do that to get that attention or get that so people to feel bad for him. Well, people, pe- for that bubble guy, yeah, people felt bad for him. Oh, yeah. and then know, f- I, There
0: was like a photo of him like with his arms crossed, and all the NASCAR drivers were like, we're here to support you, bro. Yep. We're going to take down the battle flag. You can't have the battle flag yep. anymore. Yep. You can have the confederate flag, but you can't have a battle flag. Yeah." because we're stupid and we don't know there's a difference between the battle flag and the confederate flag. Yeah. How, how idiotic is
1: that? <laughs> Have you thought about how stupid that is? Well, that's that's with a lot of things is people take one side of the story and run with it. You know, because like a lot of, a lot of these news from from ABC to Fox to whatever, whatever news outlet you want to go. If you want to go far right, you got Breitbart. If you want to go far left, you got Young Turks. You got uh what's the I forget what other ones, but um you have these people that take that one side of the story and run with it daily wire yeah daily wire too they'll just find it okay this is the part we like so we'll cut that out and then it'll be a 10 paragraph article and in paragraph seven is the most of the real the rest of the story and then finish it off with something that buffs our position yeah which i mean it shouldn't be like that it should be the news should be like hey what happened today? Oh, there was a shooting, you know, a guy got out of the car with a gun, the cop shot him. No, the headline is, black guy got out of the car, white cop shoots him. That's the way it is, where, hey, you know, what? Well, then what else happened? You know, no, not until the bottom of the paragraph do you read, you, oh, yeah, he pulled a gun on the cop. So, obviously, that's what happens.
0: Not all the time, though, way
1: eh? Yeah. <laughs> did,
0: you, did, you, did you see the video of the cop that uh killed that guy in his garage? No. He, like, got a call for, I don't know what he got a call for. I don't know if it was domestic issue or somebody saw somebody in somebody's garage or whatever. Yeah. So the cop shows up and he's walking up and there's there's this dude in the garage. I think it was a black dude. Yeah. And he's in the garage and he has a cell phone in his hands, but the cop yeah. doesn't know that. And he's like, he says something to the guy. And so the guy turns around and starts walking towards him. Yeah. And he pulls up his cell phone like this. Yeah. And the cop, when the cop went up to the garage, yeah. before he even made contact with the guy, he already has gun out. Yeah. And he's shaking, bro. Oh, yeah. He's shaking like a little woman. You know what I mean? Not the women are shaking. (laughs) I said that in a totally wrong way because there's some gangster women out there. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) I'm just using that as a phrase, you know. But he was was shaking, bro. And it's like, that's a police officer. Mm -hmm. And he's already scared Mm -hmm. before he's even made contact. You know, I would be scared. I say that because I've never been in that situation. But I think I would be scared after I made contact. And if they were to get aggressive, then I would get scared. Mm-hmm. And if I had to use deadly force, then mm-hmm. I would get scared, too, because, you know, who wants to kill somebody? You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's a scary thing. Mm-hmm. But when you sign up to be a police officer, you sign up knowing that you have to do a job where you have to go talk to people that you don't want to talk to.
1: Yeah, you know? exactly. You gotta- Sometimes
0: you deal with great people. Sometimes you deal with scum of the earth. Right. Most of the time you deal with normal, every everyday people, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, if you're going up to the garage with your gun out and you're already shaking... I just don't think you should be a cop. But he he did shoot an unarmed black dude no. for no reason. You know, he gunned down and then as soon as he, he like he went up to the body, he was like, Hey, stay there, you know? And then he turns the body and he realizes his cell phone mm. and then he starts dry heaving everywhere. No. Ugh, ugh, ugh. I'm gonna get sick. I'm gonna be I'm sick. I'm sick. And it's no. like that's probably the thing you should have done before you became a, a police officer, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So when it it does happen, I think it's just so rare. That it is a big deal when it's when it does happen to like some dude, you know. You hear about cops shooting an unarmed dude. It, it's so rare that it does catch headlines, and they do blow it out of proportion because yeah. it's so rare that it's just it's unique. It, it's like it catches people's attention,
1: yeah. And that's why, like, I hate it when you see like these protests or whatever. It's it is a rare occurrence when they do shoot shoot someone unarmed. I mean, that what was that movie? It was a casino where the guy. The, the guy gets out of the car with a sandwich, and they shoot him, and they like, he had a freaking sandwich, you know, like, because it's wrapped in aluminum, so they just saw the... you never seen Casino?
0: i seen Casino, but yeah, I, you know, it's three hours long, Okay, <laughs> and it was my brother's favorite movie, and I watched it, like, ten times, and I don't remember that part, but I'm sure it's there, I just don't remember. And now that you're saying it, I kind of remember, like, they're like, oh, no, like, whoops, ends, yeah, and you're then like, they're like, what are we going
1: to do, you know, and then, I mean... Uh, just sprinkle some crack on him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hit, hit a gun. Hit, hit like, it with a
0: David Chappelle. Yeah, exactly. Just sprinkle some crack on
1: him. Um but it it does happen. Yes, they shoot, yes, they make mistakes. Yes, officers are not perfect. You know, I support the police, but they are bad apples, just like any job. I mean, if you take, for instance, your UPS driver you can have the greatest UPS driver and he's the friendliest guy and then on his day off, some a-hole covers him and you see your iPhone launch from the truck from the curb all the way to the front door. You know, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of those videos online. Those like, FedEx they're like, drivers. They're that, like this,
0: this this UPS driver that's on this route yep. in, at the UPS hub. Yep. It's terrible driver. i yep. like, yeah,
1: he's terrible. Oh, yeah. And I mean, just because uh your guy's off and some guy comes in doesn't make your guy that took off a bad driver. It just makes it, hey... That driver you had that day was a bad bad apple, you yeah. know, just like you have officers, like you were just explaining right now, that can't handle certain situations, and I understand that, and in, in Vietnam, in World War II, we had that, there's people that who got drafted, can't handle these situations, which is fine, it doesn't make you a weaker person, it doesn't make you just, hey, you should find a different line of work. 100%. That's it, because you don't want to make that mistake of killing someone's dad, because, you didn't know what to do and you thought something wrong now there's some great police officers that you know would you know you uh there's a report i think it's san diego where the guy literally was buying mcdonald's because his little kid came in and he looked you know poor and everything so the little kid was kind of by the counter and the the guy's like hey you know you want something to eat and he's oh like, yeah and this and that so he bought the kid food right Gave him all this food. He took it home. The cop later drove away. Half an hour later, the gar- the cop got shot in the back of the head. I mean... I think I saw that. Yeah. he Like, they show his last moments, like, him buying food for that kid. And then he got actually execution style right in the... I in think the I saw car. that, actually. I mean, which is sad. You know, like, hey, he was a good cop. Yes, there's bad cops by, by all means. I'm not saying, okay, we now we need to go find and kill the bad cops. No. But people just assume... and. Lump everything into one because they had a bad experience with a cop. You've had a bad experience with a cop. I've had a bad experience Many with a cop. Many times. Many times. But I'm not going to go to every cop. Oh, F you, this and that, because there are some nope. good ones. No, no, no. I mean, it's just- I I, I, always treat,
0: I always treat, like I treat everybody. Yep. I treat every human with respect yep. until you do something that I don't like. Mm-hmm. And then you're dead to me. Yep. You're dead to me. <laughs> and you can never come back because you're dead. And you can't come back from the dead. <laughs> All right? You can't. You can't. You can't. There's no way back. There's no way back. <laughs> oh, man. So it's going to be a new year. We're already in a new year. That's crazy, man. From April to, to December, it flew by. At the same time, it drugged by. And we were, you know, we're talking about some really sad stuff. So we're going to talk about some good stuff. What's something you're going to try and do next year? What's um, something positive you want to do in your life next year?
1: Um, I. Positively, I want to get into a little bit better shape. Okay, okay. Just because what are you I, walking around at right now? I'm walking about two sixty-five, I think. how tall are you? Six two.
0: Okay, that's six. So, okay, okay. Well,
1: I mean, it's just all in my waist. And obviously it's I have um um for the user or listeners that don't know, I have a back injury where I have a blown out L5. So instead of most most people have a bulging disc, you know, where it just sticks out a little bit but mine is completely gone. It just blew out like a claymore. So it's i have problems walking doing anything but i there's days where yeah i'm good i can move around I you know i can't go run a mile or anything but i can do normal stuff and then there are days where i have to lay in bed so my thing is is try to push more to lose a little bit more weight see if that helps a little bit and then um but it's just trying to be more positive about it maybe start a new job in a new state you know have a new you know Something different, you know, to change it all get up. More because- get more active. Get yep. more
0: active. Yep. Sorry for not putting the mic in my mouth. Oh, no, I, was, I was like you're 10 good. feet away.
1: Like, get more active. Get more active. Get more active. Yeah, yeah, you're cheering me on from back there.
0: That's like that's one of the. That's- oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. That's, that's, that's one of the things I really want to uh, do this year is just get more active. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm probably walking around about 80 pounds overweight right now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just want to get more active and, and do, do more. Lose a little weight. Get a little more back in shape and just uh, just get a little more positive. Learn some new skills and, and just, you know, keep growing this podcast. You know, the Caca del Toro podcast. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. Go ahead and send us your shout outs. Send us your suggestions for our booze segment, please. And we're talking to you, Tom. Tom, I'm, uh, I'm watching you. You said you're going to make some, some suggestions. You <laughs> we're looking at Twitter right now. We don't got no
1: suggestions, Tom. On Twitter, we're Caca Podcasts, at Caca Podcasts, C-A-C, P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Yeah. Follow us now. Um, also on Instagram, I think we're Caca del Toro Podcast. Yeah. I'll look into yeah, it right now. Know.
0: Send us a shout out, guys. Send us send your suggestions. Follow us on Instagram. Follow send us, on send us what you guys want to do for the new year. Uh-oh. What's some positive you want to do in your life? We'll us
1: post the On Instagram, we'll post the picture of the beer also. So if you guys are interested or you guys, oh, yeah, well, i like to try that. Well, you can see what it looks like.
0: Yeah, we're, we're we're gonna keep it short. So this is gonna be it for us today. You guys enjoy, have a happy New Year, spend time with your family, and you know, figure out something you want to do and give us a shout out. Okay, give us a shout out and let us know. And, and maybe maybe we can maybe we can all do something together. I don't know, but I'm your host as always, John and This is my co-host Eddie Mulder, and that was the show. Have a good night.